Welcome to the Empowered with Erica podcast. My name is Erica Vishkalis, and I'm an empowerment coach, mindset mentor, personal development enthusiast, and holistic health advocate. I've spent the last several years healing my mind, body, and soul, and have learned so much along the way. From healing trauma to navigating a sober lifestyle and learning how to step into my personal power, it has been transformational. If you are looking to heal, to be inspired, to uplevel your life and become the most empowered version of yourself, you've come to the right place. I created this podcast to help you know you are worthy of rewriting your story and to help you navigate your own empowerment journey. You are worthy of living your most authentic, aligned, and inspired life, and I can help you get there. Whether you are diving deep into personal development or just need a weekly pick-me-up, I've got you covered. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I cannot wait to transform together. Let's get empowered. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Empowered with Erica. Your host, Erica, here, and I'm so dang excited for today's episode. Like I talked about last week, This week, I am going to talk about mental health. So last week, I talked about my personal therapy journey, how it's helped me, how I've grown from it, how it's really changed my life. And now I just wanted to talk about mental health as a whole, especially because it is becoming a major concern, in my opinion, in our country. So, and there's still a huge stigma around it, which I really do not understand. So first of all, y'all know that my opinion, and again, take this as my opinion, like This is just my personal experience, my opinion, all those things. I believe that it is super important to cultivate all aspects of health. So physical health, spiritual health, mental health, emotional health, all the things, right? And so I really do believe that this mental health component is extremely important because all these things, they interact with each other, guys. If one area of your life is having a lot of struggles. If your mental health is struggling, it's going to attack or not attack. It's going to affect your spiritual health. It's going to affect your physical health. If your physical health is struggling, it's going to affect your mental health. It's going to affect your spiritual health. I am someone that believes these things, right? So I wanted to do a bit of research just to see what are some data points on how Americans are struggling with mental illness. You know, I've heard that a lot of people have been struggling since COVID that it's gotten worse. Um, I know just anecdotally, I know so many people and have talked to so many people now who struggle with their mental health, who are looking to continue to grow and are looking to get the help they need. So I wanted to see like, what are some statistics? So I looked up some data from the Mental Health of America um, website, and they have adult data from 2022. So this isn't even like The year's not over yet, but this is a data we have so far. So 19.86% of adults are experiencing mental illness, and this can be anywhere from mild mental illness or severe mental illness. But guys, 19.86% of American adults are experiencing mental illness, and this is just people reporting it. So let's be honest, the number is probably significantly higher. But guys, that is nearly 50 million Americans 50 fucking million Americans are struggling with their mental health. That is insane to me. Though I guess I'm not truly shocked because let's look at the numbers for physical health. I didn't pull those up, but I know that the statistics of those struggling with various physical health ailments continues to increase. I know the obesity um, trend has increased. Severe chronic illnesses have increased. And guys, 
like I just said, all these things are connected. So as we are not taking care of our physical health, it's going to affect our mental health. As we are not taking care of our mental health, it is going to affect our physical health. These are all things that are coinciding. So first of all, when it comes to stigma, everyone is so fucking concerned about what everyone else has going on. But guys, almost 20%, just shy of 20% of adults in America are experiencing mental illness. That is a very high number. So every, what, two in 10 adults in America are struggling with their mental health. And that's just, again, those who have reported it. That is staggering because it shows that it's a lot more common than you would think. So if it's if it's something that, oh, I don't think that a lot of people are affected by it, we wouldn't be having 20 fucking percent. So for those of you who maybe are struggling with mental illness out there, who are struggling with your mental health, if you're thinking that you're alone, you're not. I mean, I it makes me very sad that this number is 19.86%, but I'm not very shocked, okay? And when it comes to severe mental illness, that number is 4.9%. And so just about 5% of people are struggling with severe mental illness. And so mental illness is defined in this uh, statistic data group as having a diagnosable mental behavioral or emotional disorder, but this does not include developmental or substance abuse disorders. So a mental behavioral or emotional disorder is what we are diagnosing as mental illness. Okay. So going into substance abuse, I know that this is also on the rise, right? So it has been stated that 7.74% of adults in America have reported a substance use disorder in the past year, and 5.71% of adults in America are struggling with alcohol use in this past year. So again, not as high as our 20%, thank God, but that's still quite a few people, guys. They are saying that, especially in COVID, so many people had um, increased struggle with their substance abuse or their alcoholic tendencies because of being isolated, because of being locked inside their houses and not being able to go do things and truly not being able to be in your normal routine. I mean, I would say that, yes, I got sober before COVID, but it was definitely not easy because, you know, one of my biggest coping mechanisms or one of my greatest outlets that has helped my mental health and helped me stay sober over the years is going to the gym. And what happened with COVID? We shut them all down. And I understand why. I mean, I'm not a big COVID person, but I understand why like those precautions were taken, especially in the beginning. But we are taking away people's outlet. Like, I don't understand the logic of taking away things that help people's mental and physical health. And then on top of it, locking people into their houses, like not allowing people to go places, shutting down businesses, adding more mental stress, more mental strain. So why are we shocked that all these numbers are rising? I'm not shocked. I am not shocked. But again, how do we combat this, right? So then the last little bit of statistics I will give you guys is that over, let's see, reported thoughts of suicide was 4.8%. So that is over 11.4 million people have reported thoughts of suicide. Guys, and again, this is just people reporting it. Do you know how many people I know that have shared that they have suicidal ideation, thus suicidal thoughts, and have struggled with this? A lot of people. I know a lot of people that have this 
have the struggle and don't report it. So again, this number I don't think is accurate, but even just having the reported data 4.8% is pretty significant, guys. And this 11.4 million is an increase of 664,000 from the last year. So over half a million increase since last year. And it has increased every every year since 2011 and 12. So what is more concerning to me with all these statistics is this last one, is that over half of those, so 56% who said they are struggling with mental illness, 56% did not receive treatment. Did not receive treatment. Guys, that is concerning. It is concerning to me that we are having such a mental health crisis and epidemic in our country, yet so many people are not receiving treatment. So I just wanted to talk about these things because one, the key in my opinion is awareness. If we're not aware of a problem, how are we supposed to fix it? And also decreasing the stigma. Like I went into my story a lot last week, so I'm not going to cover all that again. If you want to hear more of my story, go listen to last week's episode. But honestly, guys, I don't understand how we can have so many different programs in this country and not more resources for mental health. How is that possible? How is it possible that we are just throwing so much money at so many different things in our society and we have not made this mental health and the mental illness concern a larger issue? Because it affects every single area of our life. And if you are someone that struggles with mental health, please refer to my last episode on how I find a therapist, how it's helped me. Because if you're someone that maybe doesn't really feel comfortable talking to anyone, potentially one of those apps or one of those online therapy sessions could be best for you. Or maybe this is your sign to go out of your comfort zone. But mental health is something that we need to take very seriously because it it affects every area of your life. It affects, like I was saying, your physical health, your spiritual health, but it affects your relationships. If your mental health is struggling, if you're struggling with a mental illness, it's going to affect your relationships. It's going to affect your friendships, your romantic relationships, the relationship you have with yourself, your friendships, your familial relationships. And it's so crucial, guys, to remember that a lot of times it's not easy to ask for help. And so you want to delicately support those in your life. You don't want to push things on people because at the end of the day, something I've realized with people in my life, that if they do not want to receive help, they will not go. If they do not want to get the help, if they do not want to get the treatment, they will not go. And maybe I'm just a hard ass in this area, but if that's the case, then so be it. That is your decision, but you're going to have to live with that decision. And I know this may feel very insensitive. But guys, if you know that you're struggling with something, why would you not go get help for it? Why would you not talk to someone? And again, and this is saying that you have the ability to do so. I know that not everyone has insurance. I know that certain classes of people are more privileged than others. I know having insurance is a huge one. I know having um, potentially living in a city and having more public transportation to get to a mental health professional or being able to really see um, see someone that you're comfortable with or having that support or having the time to do so. If you do not have the time to do so, maybe you're working several jobs. Again, I understand that there's a privilege aspect to this, but 
one of the things I cannot stand, and maybe this is just because I've had so many of my own issues and so many, um, I've worked through so much stuff in therapy on my own. So maybe I just don't get it, but why would we not want to better ourselves? If you know that you're struggling with something, if you know that maybe you are not yourself and you're not in your best mental state, why would you want to stay in that state? Why? If you know that you need to work on different areas of your life, why would you not work on it? Why would you want that for yourself? Why would you be putting yourself in this box of, nope, this is what I struggle with. This is what I do. Oh, well, it sucks, but oh, well. Like, why would you do that to yourself? We all, you all deserve better. You deserve to live a life that is content and happy and full of joy and peace and love. Everyone here deserves that. So why would you not be doing the things you need to do to help yourself? And this is where I'm sure a lot of people disagree with me. I might get in a little trouble here, but hot take for a second. If you aren't willing to help yourself, then you need to live with the consequences of that. If you know that you struggle, if you know that you're having an issue, I understand this concept of not having hope. I've been there. I've been in moments of not having hope. And I haven't had major depressive disorder, so I'm not going to say that I have. But if you are truly feeling hopeless, talk to someone. And I know it may not seem like there's much of a reason to, but there is a reason. You are the reason. You deserve happiness. You deserve to get the help. You deserve it. So maybe you're someone that struggles with self-image and you don't believe you deserve the help. Maybe you have had that conditioning from childhood. Maybe you have some inner child wounds. Maybe you have some generational trauma, some childhood trauma. Maybe for whatever reason you have told yourself, I'm not worthy of it. Or who would want to talk to me or who would believe me or why does it matter? It matters because you matter. Hot take. It matters because you matter. You fucking matter. So if you are sitting on the couch and you fucking hate your life and you're frustrated and you're struggling and maybe you're sad or maybe you're anxious or whatever the case may be, take the step to help yourself because that's no one can do it for you. And this is the hot take is that no one, no one can help you with your mental health other than yourself in the sense of no one can take responsibility for that. Not saying no one can help, but you know, I think you get what I mean there. You are the only person that can take responsibility for your mental health. We cannot put it on other people. If other people affect your mental health in a negative way, stop fucking being around them. If a job affects your mental health in a negative way, look into other options. That's what I just did. Fucking great. Have not been happier. We can get into that next week. It will be about a month. No, yeah, it'll be a month next week. So actually that was going to be next week's episode. That, I digress. Guys, I mean this with love. And this might piss people off. So I'm sorry. But especially those of you who are self-aware enough to know that you have struggles and know that you um, are struggling with your mental health or maybe have a mental illness or maybe have a family history of it and you see yourself struggling, but then you choose and you choose to do nothing about it. I'm sorry, but that is on you. 
That is on you. I personally have several people in my life that know that they're struggling, have been given the help, have been offered help, have been had their hands held, and they still do nothing about it. Well, that's fucking on you then if you want to sit over there and be sad and miserable when so many people have tried to help you, then that is fucking on you. And again, maybe it's just because I've been in super, super, super low moments and I've had to pick myself back up out of these moments that my empathy is limited for this because I've fucking been there. I've been the person that doesn't want to get up off the floor. I've been the person that can't get out of bed for days. I've been the person that doesn't want to eat. I've been this person. I've been the person that whose mental health has really, really, really affected many areas of my life. I have been that girl. And you know what I fucking did? I faced it. I have faced my trauma. I am facing my trauma. I am working on creating a healthy environment for myself and for my future. Because at the end of the day, no one, it is no one else's responsibility but my own. It is no one else's responsibility. So I'm sorry if that offends you. I'm sorry if you're someone that like wants your hand held. This probably isn't the fucking podcast for you. I'm just going to be honest with you. And that's okay. It's not for everyone. But, and again, this doesn't mean that getting help is bad. This doesn't mean that relying on people or having people help you is bad. It's not. If you have a support system that really, really helps you, that's amazing. I'm so happy for you. But don't take that for granted and don't put your healing on them because only you can be responsible for your healing and only you can be responsible for yourself to get the help you need. No one else can do it for you. And I know that that fucking sucks sometimes. I know sometimes we just want to put it on someone else. We want to blame someone else. We want to take time to go and um, see what else is out there. Or maybe it's just not the first on your priority list. But guys, I know I've had a whole episode on this, but if you cannot, like if your cup is not full, you cannot pour from an empty cup. Sorry. Speaking of cups, I keep hitting my water bottle. So I'm going to move it over here. My bad. Welcome to real life. But guys, I got a little sidetracked. If your cup is empty, you got to fucking fill it up. No one else can do it for you. And you can surround yourself maybe with people who fill your cup. But at the end of the day, You have to put yourself in situations where you are going to be your healthiest. And this is me calling myself out. This is me calling myself out. I mean, someone told me this and it meant a lot that they were inspired by the fact that I left my job because they've been wanting to leave and they've been wanting to leave their job. Like we're in different fields, whatever. Um, But they never actually did anything about it. And seeing someone else do something about it, like, kind of put the little kick in their step to go do something about their situation. So this is my little kick in the pants for you. If you're someone that is struggling with your mental health, you are not alone. You're not alone. And there is no shame. There is no fucking shame. That's why I talk about it so much for me. It's because I don't have fucking shame. I don't have shame in the stuff that I've struggled with. Want to know why? Because a lot of it was out of my fucking control. Some of it was because I was a dumbass, but a lot of it was out of my control. Divorced parents, half my family stopped seeing them overnight, attempted assault, fucking like abandonment issues up the wazoo because that has been my life. Not feeling safe in my surroundings has been my life, unfortunately. It is what it is. It is what it is. I'm not 
I'm not saying I'm happy about it. I'm not mad about it. It is what it fucking is. But what you have to do is put yourself in new situations and put yourself in the headspace of I deserve better and I will get better if I take the time to do so for myself. You have to be the one to make that effort. You cannot put it on anyone else. One, that's not fair to them. It is not fair to put your shit on other people. So let's stop doing that because it's fucking exhausting. One, not cool. Two, y'all, I believe in you, but you have to believe in yourself. You have to believe in yourself. And this goes for so many things in life, your mental health included. If you do not believe that you are worthy of it, if you do not believe that you are capable of healing, it's going to be a hard fucking road ahead. And again, sometimes we need those people in our lives giving us those reminders that we are worth it. So if you don't have someone that does that, consider me that person for you. You are deserving and you are worthy. And here's another hot take. I don't fucking care what your past has looked like. Maybe you've made a lot of fucking mistakes. Been there. Maybe you are someone that isn't necessarily proud of past things you've done. That's okay. That doesn't mean you are less valuable. It doesn't mean you are less worthy. Because guess what? No one on this planet is fucking perfect. I don't care who the fuck you are. You are not perfect. Okay? Great. Reality check. Moving on. So since we've now established that no one is perfect, that means it really doesn't fucking matter what you've done in the past. It doesn't matter what your past has looked like. It doesn't matter what people have said to you. It doesn't matter how you've been treated because at the end of the day, you are deserving and you are worthy of living a life that is full of love and full of joy and full of passion and all these great fucking things. And you need to be the one that helps yourself get there. You need to take that responsibility and realize like it fucking starts with me. And all this bullshit, it ends today. I'm fucking done. You got to get really tired of your own bullshit. And I forget who said it. Was it Cheryl Strayed? I don't remember. Someone, there's a quote out there. I forget who said it. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to plagiarize. But you have to get done with your own bullshit. That is really the fucking key to changing your life is taking that look in the mirror and be like, God damn, what am I doing? What am I doing? So if you're maybe someone that struggles or maybe you're someone that, and maybe, maybe this isn't even for you. Maybe you're someone that knows someone who is struggling. How can you give them a helping hand? How can you love on them? Because sometimes all it takes is one person showing that they care to help someone else realize that they do matter and that they are worthy. So you can't force someone to start a healing journey. You cannot force someone to do the things that you think maybe they need to do for themselves. You can love them along the way. You can love them where they're at. Now, granted, because I'm not going to be a hypocrite here, you can also have boundaries with said person. Just because someone is struggling doesn't mean it's an excuse for them to treat you like shit. Hot take. Said that a lot, but here we are. Just because someone is struggling is not an excuse for them to treat you like shit. And so if you've communicated the boundary or need and the other person is not reciprocating, it is okay to step away. So that's another part. If you are a caregiver or a friend or a loved one, a companion, whatever, of someone who's struggling with mental illness, 
their recovery is not on you. It is not on you. So a great example of this is having PTSD. I get triggered by shit and my triggers are not the responsibility of others. Now, if you're a friend or a loved one, I can communicate with you. Hey, like, especially if something happens, Hey, you know what? That was like a little triggering of this thing. Can we maybe avoid that in the future? Because at the end of the day, you are responsible for your response and your healing. So that's where like, I'm really not a believer of, Oh, they've had a hard childhood. That's why they're a total dick. Okay, cool. That doesn't mean you get to continue being a total dick. I'm sorry that that was your past, but tough. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I am sorry. I genuinely have empathy and compassion for you because again, I've been there. We've all been there. We all have our own stuff, but are you going to use it as a crutch or are you going to use it as the reason to keep going? I personally am using it as the reason to keep going. And I most certainly could give up on a lot of shit. I could. I could have thrown in the towel. Shit, even on this own podcast, I could have thrown in the towel. But hell no, we are not doing that because I love doing this, one. And two, I'm going to show up. I'm going to show up for myself. I'm going to show up for my audience. That's how it's going to go for me. And those who want to stick around for this journey, I'm very excited to have you here. I love having you guys here. So this is just my PSA for mental health. One, you are not alone. And I hope those stats from earlier, even though they were concerning, I hope that they show you if you're someone that struggles that you're not alone. And if maybe you're like Erica, you've only talked to people who like have mental illness. Like I don't fucking do. Okay. Well, you probably know someone that does. Do you know 10 people? Okay. Probably two of those people are struggling. So let's just be kind. Let's be kind. Let's be empathetic. Let's try to be understanding. Because we don't know what people's crosses to bear are. We don't know what they're struggling with. So why would we not have a life that is led by compassion and love? That's what I try to do, even though I'm sounding a bit like a hard ass at the moment, pretty much telling people I don't fucking care. But that's not true. I do care, but I can't be the one who's living your life for you. And that's what I mean by guys like you are your own Like you have to take a responsibility for your own life. I don't know if that makes sense. And I'm sorry if it sounds harsh. I know, especially with mental health, it's a a delicate, well, delicate topic. It is a delicate topic. I am understanding of that. That being said, you still need to take personal responsibility for your own life. I'm sorry. That's just where I'm at. And again, if you don't like that statement, I mean, I'm going to challenge you to sit with it. I'm going to challenge you to keep listening to people who think like that. Um, But if it's really something you can't get past, I'm going to tell you right now, this podcast probably is not for you because it's kind of how I live my life and it's how I will be, you know, speaking going forward. But anywho, I just wanted to break down this stigma of mental health because I think it's fucking bullshit that people still judge others, especially in the world that we live in especially in the world we live in. Everyone has stuff. We all have stuff. So let's just like stop fucking judging each other. Okay, great. Good talk. And I hope this resonated with y'all. I hope maybe if you're someone that doesn't have their own um, struggles, that this will help you be a little more empathetic or a little more mindful or just like think about it differently when you're interacting with those maybe who do. 
So thank you guys for tuning in. If you have things that you want me to touch on, like I said, this episode was requested by someone. If you have things that you want me to touch on in episodes, please let me know. I would love to hear from you. Leave comments, leave reviews. Make sure you join us on Facebook if you aren't there yet. Um, I'm also over on TikTok. That's probably my primary social media platform. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you for taking the time to be a part of our community. Don't forget to check the show notes for the resources I shared in today's episode. And of course, to connect with me on social. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at erica.vishkalis. You can also find me on Facebook at ericavishkalis. If you want to be a part of our online community, check out our Facebook group, Empowered with Erica. You can also find all of our offers and community links at empoweredwithericacom I always love hearing from you, so don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and tag me with your biggest takeaways from today's episode. Let me know what you loved and what you want to hear more about and share it with someone who you think would love it too. I cannot wait to share more with you. I will see you next week and don't forget to stay empowered.